0: Hello, and welcome to the, the Drywall, drywall podcast. podcast. I'm your host, Nick Harmon. I've been in and around the drywall industry for more than 20 years. I've worked in the union, finished Peace Rate, and worked hourly with many different companies and people spanning the West Coast and beyond. The Drywall Podcast will be exploring the world of drywall and interviewing the professionals that make it happen. This place is this podcast is brought to you by Fresco Harmony. Fresco Harmony is the world's first color joint compound system to create beautiful walls, whether you're going over existing painted texture or level three finished drywall. This is my new least favorite thing about painting. I spent a lot of time here. And trust me, it doesn't get any better. We'll be discussing all things drywall. This concept began with. The Facebook groups picking unique topics, discussing application techniques, and the characters in the comedy that ensued. Let's get into it. In this Drywall podcast, we talk with Corey Fisher of Tech Dry Tools. We discuss marketing and sales, the patenting process for getting his tool launched, and a little bit about Fresco Harmony
1: we were actually I was just talking to my advertising guy right before dinner and uh-huh we, we got a cool plan dude for a new video it, good. it's gonna be it's gonna be sweet
0: good well don't let the cat out of the bag just yet well hopefully can we you, can, any teasers yet. can you give it can you give a teaser on your next video
1: we're, we're thinking pro-american with some flamethrowers okay and we're, we're gonna get crazy with it I think
0: let me ask you this have you do you have your hands on a flamethrower? We do, and and here's <laughs> here's my here's my, sec, here's my second question. Are you gonna to have to have the fire department present when you film the video? I hope not. I hope not. Corey was an absolute pleasure to interview, and I look forward to seeing where Techtry Tool Company is in four years. Corey, <laughs> second verse, same as the first, or maybe Let's do it. I don't know let me see these notes here um so we have corey fisher with the tech dry tool company so your wife was there kind of listening in last time is she here this time
1: she is same spot (laughs) (laughs) she like she wants she likes to hear what you got to say she does she's actually she she helps a lot man there, there wouldn't be a tech dry without her So. oh yeah so let's give her some props what's her name yeah
0: melissa melissa do you want to po- put does she want to poke her head on here
1: and you say do you hi say hi melissa she's hi. she says hi. absolutely not
0: not on the video not on the baby we just get <laughs> we just get melissa's audio that's okay so how has how has your wife supported you in this tech dry endeavor we'll dive right in
1: she helps a lot, man. she she pretty much lets me do whatever I need to do to do it. yeah, you know she's she's helping us package polish stickers, everything shipping. She'll take things to the post office for me. She, nice. she does about anything that needs to be done, really. Nice.
0: And she wasn't, was there some uh, nervousness when you first started this endeavor? Was there, when you started TechDry and you were like, you know what, I'm going to quit my job. Well, I guess you didn't really quit your job. <laughs> really. I'm going to spend a bunch of money on this idea and hopefully it'll pan out. What, was, what, what did she say about that?
1: She would have beat me if I would have quit my job. Uh, yeah,
0: so she was like, You can do it (laughs) as long as there's money coming in.
1: Yeah, you know, that that's the thing, man. We're we're just trying to do it all with income that's coming in. So we're not spending, you know, money we don't have. We've just been using uh U Cut for our tool videos, and that's pretty simple, straightforward, you know. Is that Y O U or
0: U? Yep, yep, Y O U -U Cut. C U T. And then do you uh do you do all that video production?
1: i do nice smart i do i do it all (laughs) we were actually i was just talking to my advertising guy right before dinner and Uh uh-huh we we got a cool plan dude for a new video good
0: it's gonna be it's gonna be sweet good well don't let the cat out of the bag just yet well hopefully any any teasers can you give it can you give a teaser on your next video
1: we're we're thinking pro-american with some flamethrowers Okay, and we're we're gonna get crazy with it. I think.
0: Let me ask you this: Have you do you have your hands on a flamethrower? We do. And, and <laughs> here's my here's my sec, here's my second question: Are you gonna to have to have the fire department present when you film the video? I hope not.
1: I hope not. <laughs> we we well, don't even know where where we're allowed to use it yet. My brother in law's got the flamethrower.
0: Beautiful. So and you'll be. Put, go ahead
1: see what it can what it can handle (laughs) nice nice it probably won't be out till fall i'm thinking because we got to get down to we'll we'll probably end up doing it in kansas city because my advertising guy is in dallas i'm in lincoln and then my brother-in-law is in kansas city so it'll be right in the middle there neat that you do
0: your own production so you have an advertising person or is it is it a company or just a person that does advertising it's a company Okay. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm gun shy about advertising myself.
1: Well, it's, uh, you should be, uh, it, it's hit and miss, you know, like when you start, have you seen any of our Facebook ads or anything? Of course. Yeah. I love them. So our our Facebook ads in the start, you're not even really buying sales. All you're doing is buying data you okay. know because you're you're trying to get down your target audience and try to narrow it down to exactly who buys you know so on the first you know even 9 months maybe you're you're just buying buying data from to see where's going this is going here that's going there and you know, who, who's buying and uh, you didn't what?
0: know you wouldn't know that without this ad, and you can say the name of the advertising company i'm sure they won't care
1: Oh no, damn, I'd love it. Uh Ranger okay. Media is who we're using. Ranger Media out of yep. he's out of LA now, but he will be in, in Dallas here next month. So we'll just call it Dallas. And uh how did you get hooked up with Ranger Media? He's actually uh my brother in law met him on the plane one day. Okay. <laughs> so he, sure. he's just he's just a friend now.
0: <laughs> have you told him, have you told him that you were gonna do a, pod, a drywall podcast?
1: I did, yeah, I did.
0: What what was his thoughts on that?
1: Oh, he's pumped, dude. He's he's a super happy guy. You know, just just wants everybody to win. You know. So, well, you
0: and you seem like a very happy guy. Like you, uh, you carry yourself. You know, pretty jolly. I I could probably ask him. This would be a better question for Melissa, but <laughs> you you seem like a pretty jolly guy. And maybe when you're jolly, you just attract jolly people to you
1: maybe you know there's a lot of ups and downs with this shit you know some days you want to jump off a bridge and then some days you're you're just on top of the world you know and i think i'm getting better yeah i'm getting a lot better with managing that you know
0: yeah you seem very optimistic which is yeah oh yeah super super key for sales have to be yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm, you know, I mean, I'm guilty too of getting down on myself and yeah, you know, you strikes and gutters, man. Uh, no,
1: that's how, you, that's how you win though. You know, you, you got to think that you're never doing enough,
0: but every, uh, every, every person that comes on the drywall podcast will get a hat, not this hat, a little different hat. Um, and, uh, I'll send you a sample pack with a little half pint of sealer and a color pack with merriman beige and so you know you'll get to try it but and a lot of people don't know that we have a link where you can try it you can sign up and we'll send you a sample pack to try like free, free of charge you know where
1: do you guys get your pigments made uh
0: we do everything in-house so yeah you're not pushing
1: that uh, that american made thing
0: yeah. Uh, well, there's America. well, there's two things that we could push: is American made and green. Like so, it's very, yeah. Uh, it's very green, yeah. Because yeah. it's all, all of the even the acrylic is water based and the nice. um, the colorant is water based. So it's an nice. eight o- eight ounce color pack that mixes with one box of mud, and it makes perfect color with all purpose.
1: That's something that when I've been doing with all these these distributors and retail places that they are huge on american-made products that has helped me yep. a lot dude i i would definitely you know you can get like a little i thought i had some up here but a little roll of american-made stickers man from you that's a really
0: that's a really great tip just, see see, it's fantastic talking with other uh, product manufacturers yeah, because like, that's a that's just a good tip and that's something simple and honest that i can do yeah that it's like, and it's real,
1: you know, it's real. real. Yeah, like, it's a thing. Yeah, you're creating jobs, you know, you're keeping money here. That's a big thing, really.
0: Yeah. And most, most importantly, I'm giving like, you know, my shtick is like, I like the idea of diversifying for drywallers using the tools and skills that you already have. Yeah, taking this little color system, and creating a sales dynamic that you didn't exist before like
1: yeah it's just a whole nother product to on your sales sheet
0: yeah i mean you, it's, know? you know there's a lot of homeowners out there that wish they had the skill to do this you know when especially when they sign the check to me
1: so when you're <laughs> when you're troweling on the fresco harmony right so so do you roll it on or do you you put it on by hand and then trowel it no through?
0: think about think about it like uh skimming walls like 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 uh, if you were going
1: to do skimming walls by hand.
0: Yeah. There's a whole story behind it. I mean, we can get into Mm. it a little bit, but like, you know, how I used to like, so let's say you have a textured wall, Mm. like, well, with any other system, you have to float that wall with joint compound before you go over it with your colored marmorino or American clay or whatever product you're using. It's got to be flat. And a lot of times it has to be primed or prepped with one of their expensive products. So yeah. with the Fresco Harmony, you color the mud, and you just go right into it. So I, in the beginning, I thought I had to skim the wall with quick set and I would do racing stripes with a 14 inch knife. And then I go over that with Fresco Harmony. Well, mm-hmm. as I went along, I realized, oh, I can just do the base coat with a pool 14 tr- inch pool trowel and just get that base coat on there. And, uh, you know, you run your mud a little bit heavy, but I'm leaving a texture when I put that base coat on and the like pool a- trowel
1: like, like a smooth the imperfect smooth kind Yeah, of thing. they
0: call it a Santa Fe. It's got yep. like a, a lightning bolt. So I yep. leave I leave that texture and then and then the second coat is a tight skim with the yep. same color and those peaks and valleys leave
1: different colors.
0: They leave purposeful flashing. So essentially yep. I'm just leaving flashing all over the wall and then wow. I'm sealing it with acrylic. Awesome. And it's slick as snot, man. you know we call it
1: a a swirl in the Midwest. If you're gonna take your pool trowel, you know and then we either do figure yeah. eight or we do big circles.
0: I saw Lydia doing she was doing a texture with a pool trowel and yeah, just
1: yeah, I seen that video just and like she that.
0: called it a swirl and I was like yeah. so yeah. the but fresco harmony, the swirl is where we swirl in with a second coat we swirl in metallic. And you get oh, like, cool. you get these bursts of color in nice. your in your uh, in your second coat, but dude, uh, she was
1: she was murdering that too. She that was a big pool trowel she was doing. And she was covering feet quick.
0: Yeah, like, yeah, I was I li-
1: impressed with that video. I
0: like to make fun of the little the little plaster trowels, right? especially especially the pink ones. You know, I don't want to bad mouth my competition or anything, but it's like, <laughs> get out of here with that little toy, like you know. <laughs> Go down to Home Depot and get myself a 14-inch, you know, pool trowel and get that stuff on the wall, you know.
1: I do like the, the Vahitian plaster, though, man. It is neat stuff to work with. So, uh, you've,
0: you've played with the Venetian plaster a little bit. I have, yeah. I've okay. did
1: plaster, stucco, ephys, drywall, okay. you,
0: you name it. Nice. What, uh, what types of plaster have you messed with?
1: Just usually just base and lime here in the Midwest. There's not not a huge demand for it here we did a couple we did the Brandeis building remodel and this is probably when I was 21 and they had all the flowers and everything you know the little coves and the boss comes in and he was like well can you fix those and I was like well yeah okay I'll fix those dude never did it before in my life yeah (laughs) you know he brings out all the stuff and did it look really good man I figured it out and we, we got it done you it's, not, rubber, no, it's not take rocket science. Molding.
0: Here's no. an interesting marketing thing that maybe your advertising guy will, will appreciate, but like when they pl- when they market plaster, it's always it's a real double-edged sword because they want to brag about how many coats they're doing and how difficult it is and how shiny it is and challenging. But then at the out of the other side of the mouth, they have to like, you gotta sell it. So, so that's a challenging sale, like, uh, you know,
1: cost wise, it's a challenging sale,
0: cost wise, it's a challenging sale, but also application, like if I got to do, you know, what if you're going over a textured, painted surface, like every time I see a every time I see a video, it's like over this nice primed flat surface and it's like, that's 10% of the jobs we do are over. And then like if we go over existing drywall, it's over like a level three. Like tape and two coat. And then you're doing two full coats over the wall so that wall doesn't have to be sanded or finished. Like you you don't even need to glaze the angles. You can pull out those angles just (laughs) taped because you're doing two full coats.
1: Yeah. So really... It's a system. It's actually probably less mess no, a, a whole drywall job then cuz you're not sanding you're you're not making a huge mess on the floor
0: right it's cool. well depending on you know you still have it depends on the applicator you got people that are going to yeah, drop, yeah, yeah. drop it all over you know um uh, my guy's a lot messier than me, you know, he's, yeah. you know, I'll like, I'll, I'll make fun of him, but he like, doesn't care. He's like, you know, Some and I don't want to mess with care. him. He he does it the way he does it. And it's like, you know, I don't want to mess with it. Like, you know, just do it how you need to do it. But he doesn't like, you know, I'm, I'm constantly after him about scraping the bucket. It's like, dude, just scrape the bucket. And then he's like, he'll, he'll like show me his knife and it's all like caked with mud. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Some people just don't care and they never will.
0: You could chip. Yeah. Yeah. He's like 25, 30 years in, he don't care. Like he ain't going to change.
1: change. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You Um, know, like my tools and I leave fairly spotless nowadays, you know, like I used to get, like we said, last time, I used to spray my clothes off with a hose before. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. When I changed, when I changed from the pan and knife, I remember I moved to Colorado to Crested Butte. And that's when we started doing the Santa Fe swirl texture with a pool mm-hmm. trowel. And when I started using the hawk and trowel, all the other guys were doing it. And uh, we were finishing whole houses with just that base coat method. And that's that's where I learned it. And uh, uh, I was a mess. And that was like, I, would, I had been finishing for three, four years. And I learning the hawk and trowel. It's faster, but it's like there's a learning curve. Like it's it takes a while yeah. to get used to it. And I but I mean, you know, what better way to learn than get thrusted into like four giant 4000 square foot homes, you know? Oh yeah. In a resort town, you know, that Fig- you figure it out. You get figured out real quick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and where my dad's at in Idaho, the what you're talking about, they call it the Skip Trail. You know, okay. Like I think that's kind of what we're talking about, right?
0: Kind of the the texture that I'm doing. There's no holidays. There's no okay. spaces. Yep. It's a full wall cover, and you. So leave, you're doing the swirl. Then. You leave like lightning bolt sort yep. of texture. Yeah. Um, skip trowel. In my opinion, is like done with a pan and knife, you water your mud down. You and get then, a li- get a little on the edge of your fourteen. Yep. And then you skip it over your surface and just, you know, and they do that here as well. East Coast, they don't do a lot of texture.
1: I haven't really been East too much to check out any kind of drywall. I've been about everywhere West, but not East.
0: I think in some areas, and we'll learn more as we go, but uh, predominantly smooth finish over there. You know, here we
1: get... For our houses, uh, we're all textured ceilings, uh, stomp texture ceilings, yep. smooth wall. You know, lower income will get spray texture walls, textured ceilings. Yeah. But lately, all commercial smooth. You know, but lately yeah. they've been in a lot of smooth ceilings in houses here too. So interesting. Hopefully, they're getting rid of it because I like doing it, but it looks like shit. It looks like shit. Like, yeah. so yeah if you
0: did a ceiling in fresco harmony in your house in gallery pearl, that'd be cool your wife would shit. like it's <laughs> it's, it's it's like night and day like a white it,
1: pearl would be neat um, well the,
0: the, the color is called gallery pearl it's the color behind me it's not it's like a Navajo white it's not li- like it's kind of a muted white but I do this color a lot on ceilings and it uh, looks nice you just go right in just cover it right up I mean you can even do a little scrape if you want but you can just yeah bury everything in its path and it just leaves it and then you don't have to paint it's like three coats and you're done uh and then you know we're in out west drywall supply which is uh in colorado we have four locations and they are only uh, american-made products like so that was the thing when we got into there um and they even asked like you're you, you make all this in the united states right and uh that was one of the issues they had with carrying level five was that some of the some of their products are made in china or something i I don't know the logistics but um um but i was like well you know i mean still the mixer is pretty awesome you know it's pretty great mixer but uh,
1: their mixer is really good their their hand tools are really good their skimming blades are awesome i own all their skimming blades
0: yeah do you have like the attachments
1: i don't i don't like the attachments
0: yeah okay you know I, don't, I thought they were pretty cool i've never used them i don't really use skimming blades um but like the attachment seems like it would be cool for
1: ceilings you know i don't know yeah no i love the skimming blades though i got i got a 36 a 16 and a 24 and i use the shit out of them a lot nice. they're, they're they're a great tool if you don't own one man you got you gotta check it out
0: yeah uh we have i gave one to jack they they gifted me a couple to try out and some also oh. some different uh trowels with thinner uh steel like the uh, 0.03 yeah the 0.03s and those yeah. are really cool jack likes them i still like the the stronger uh they gave me a there's a carbon dewalt that i've tried that i really like mm-hmm. um you know with fresco you kind of want to use stainless steel yeah with with the with the fresco harmony i've always been a spring steel guy Mm -hmm. with my pan and with my knives yeah but like with uh with the fresco harmony the stainless is a little better
1: you know i use both uh i prefer i prefer stainless when they're new uh until you drop them and then they're not any good anymore because you can't fix the stainless yeah no, they, it's, it's done
0: they like yeah they bend, bend a little yeah. easier with the blades yeah but the, i haven't noticed that with the trowels the trowels stay pretty true they don't yeah. like get, they don't get like waves to them yeah Pro- probably because of the shank yeah I, I don't know you know there's yeah. not as much there's not as much you know distance for the for the the metal i guess to warp or whatever um Tech dry tools. So uh you started, we we were talking last time you started with your dad in the trade.
1: Yep. Yep. So
0: you're you were second generation. Yep. So your yep. dad my, your dad was the first.
1: Yep. My dad started in seventy-six and I started in two thousand three, two thousand four.
0: Two thousand four. Uh, that's yeah. right. You're you're a little bit younger. You're on the younger curve of the yeah. of the drywall world now. Like
1: Yeah, I, I really am, dude. You don't see many guys younger mm-hmm. than me, which is super sad.
0: Crazy. 40 is like the median age, which is for real. That's crazy. Like, so like we're gonna be running out of workers already.
1: Yeah, you know, there's you know, there's a couple younger carpenters, you know, that are that are coming up that I know, but no finishers. So
0: your dad, you started in
1: 2000? 2000, 2003 or
0: 2004. And were helping out your dad? Yep. And he well, wanted I've you... kind of
1: he always helped,
0: but... Okay. Full-time, you, 2000. 2003, full-time. Now, yeah. does your dad hang? Did you learn how to hang?
1: He did. Back in the day, he did hang. Uh, probably up until... I'd say mid 90s, he was hanging and finishing. Okay. And then it went to just finishing. And then he retired as a finisher. Okay. Why did he get out of hanging? Just too hard on Cause the body? Because it's super hard on you. Yeah. Super yeah, but- hard. And I think the, the prices dipped so much, you know, mid 90s that it's not even feasible to do it yourself. Compared to,
0: I always compare it to like painting. it's like nothing against painters or anything like that. We can talk trash about painters because this is the drywall podcast. I mean, there's probably drywallers out there that paint, not too many. But, uh, you know, when I go from doing like drywall finishing or Fresco Harmony to painting, I'm always dumbfounded by how easy it is. (laughs) It's like, like, I don't even care to spray. It's like, just put two coats on and don't be a douchebag. You know, like, it's paint. Who cares?
1: I'm an absolute horrible painter, by the way, and I I hate every minute of it. You know, like I I have the patience to finish. I'll do detail work, wave walls, anything. You know, but I I hate painting. It's absolutely tedious, and I can't stand it.
0: Interesting. Yeah, we've done a little bit of painting. Jack always complains when we do a little bit of painting, but I'm, you know, to me, it's not too big a deal. But I'm, I'm not as good as I could be but just because I rushed through it and it's like who cares it's painting I do the like, same thing <laughs> <laughs> why, no why, why do you need to care it's just pain but I you know there's <laughs> different schools of thought there as well uh, no shame and and you know painters do need to be there was a there was a painter's union up in Portland so there was like drywall finisher yeah hangers and carpenters and then there was a painter's union and there was a lot like so you got to know about stains you got to know about you know a lot of different aspects of painting and technique and materials yeah that that aren't that aren't present in uh in oh 100
1: you know know, no shame to the painters no a lot of being a good painter is knowing your chemicals knowing your material what you can paint on what you can't you know yeah
0: yeah yeah so a lot of yeah a lot of you know a lot of those flaky paint jobs that are done you know crappy like the people that don't know you know they don't know how to how to prep the surface uh, yeah. the print but uh yeah i don't want to get it too much into painting how boring a subject is that let's we'll skip it <laughs> 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 we'll skip it we'll, we'll start with uh so you worked for your dad for a little while how long did you work for your dad before this brilliant idea of the tr- tech dry tool popped into your head
1: well i worked for my dad for probably five years straight and then he retired and moved back to idaho and then that's when i went to a big company uh allied construction in omaha is multi-million dollar company huge company they got like 300 guys and you know i was working there for a while and then i just had this idea and i was like well i better just do something with it so i'm not stuck doing drywall for the rest of my life and yeah here we are
0: yeah and you we talked a little bit about uh you tooling the first uh the first tech dry tool Yep. So how did you get the idea for a multi-tool uh, blade system? Uh, wh- where when did that come to you?
1: Well it started out with I, I was too lazy to spot a screw next to a door frame one day so I pulled out my pocket knife which had like the you know the tonto style blades that are kind of straight on one side. you know it's kind of almost looks like a butcher knife kinda, but it's a pocket knife so yeah i was too lazy to to go get my knife because i was already bent down and there was a screw that needed to be spotted so i pulled out my pocket knife and i spotted the screw and i was like man like how come i don't have anything like that you okay. know so then we started with a single blade okay and then i was like well if i found the right mechanism you know i could put i could put three blades in there and that would make more sense you know so then we started messing around with two and then three and i think i even had one prototype that had four in it but that felt like
0: Felt like too much. Yeah, even the three blade, the three blade multi-tool. Pretty heavy. It has. And it's not called the Tech Dry Tool. It's called the DX3. The Dry X3, yep. The Dry X3. Uh, Yep. How did you, so you made
1: the first one. How did you tool that? We took apart a pocket knife and then I used the pocket knife frame. And I'm talking this thing was, it was jank you know we took it and i sat there and we snipped it all out of metal and made all the blades and i sat there and hand filed the end can the you blade. send
0: me a can you send me a photo of that so that i, I, can, can, yep. I can i'll put send it you in. a whole
1: bunch of stuff when we get off here.
0: yeah so that i can put that in and then uh, yep. so so then did you carry that blade around or were you like were you immediately focused on i'm gonna create a tool that's marketable
1: that one was only to show me that the mechanism could work with three blades you know so that one it's around here somewhere i don't know where it is but that one was just to make sure the idea would work you know and then we pretty much my buddy that owns that gun shop he did some cad files for me and we pretty much got started from there Okay. i traded traded a bunch of drywall he did a He put it in a new shop, so we did a bunch of drywall in there, and he did all my CAD files and some of my first prototypes for me for trade and drywall work. So, And what was his – what's the name of his gun shop? MAPS Industries in Lincoln, Nebraska.
0: Okay. And uh, what what was the size of the first blade on that prototype?
1: They're all the same, half-inch, inch, inch,
0: two-inch. Okay, so even the first prototype had three blades. I thought you were yep. saying that the first prototype had one blade.
1: It did. Our very first one had one. And how then big? We started...
0: How big was that blade? How big was the blade on that one?
1: I think that was a one-inch
0: blade. That was a one-inch. So right in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Half inch, one inch, two inch. Yep. Okay. And so let's fast forward. Then you. Um, I mean, what's the first
1: step? It, was the first step patenting? Your first step should be to perfect a prototype really uh, and then you after never that... you had
0: never you'd never developed a product before no nope. um, did you talk to somebody did you get some you know some insight
1: uh, I did who... I, t- I talked to a couple people but usually I, I just read man I find out you know everything you need is on the internet so I just google and find out what I need to find out
0: right smart <laughs> smart Um so what types of things did you look up i mean
1: patent process uh, i'm in a lot of inventors groups you know you can ask a lot of questions inventors are like they're super super curious people so if you just have the slightest question you know they're on it and they they want to help you and they want to know what's going on and that's so cool. So it,
0: it never occurred to me to to join or be or inquire into an inventor group. That's pretty cool. They're
1: strange people, but they're they're really yeah. helpful. You know. Yeah.
0: Um, so your first step was to go and get uh, and start start diving into the world of patenting before yep. before you got too far too much farther. Did you did you do a patent search? Did you look? I mean, we did. And there was yeah. there's nothing out there, obviously, as a drywaller, you kind of know, but um...
1: there is a couple patents that are close. Uh, I believe ours is going to get pushed through this month, probably. Uh, there is a couple pocket knives that they cited on our patent that kind of yeah. have the same locking mechanism as ours. Uh, I think that's about it, really
0: it just occurred to me i mean you could market in more than just drywall you could do like this could be masonry as well yep and what a plaster masonry like these different i mean plaster and drywall are pretty close but masonry uh you know i don't know if you've looked through the craft catalog i mean i have yeah like that's you know that's a pretty good one and like those guys we even
1: got one we got one for the barbecue even outside works works great on the barbecue.
0: <laughs> right. So what is that what does that one look like?
1: Same same one as I have. But same one as you have. It, it scrapes the grates great. That 2-inch blade with the the kind of it get, the swoop It gets on it. the the edges. Oh, yeah.
0: I've got a Weber so it's got like the little triangle you yeah, know they weren't work great, Worked the great on the Weber. i'll bet dude i didn't even think about that <laughs> i have to take it into the Weber because i have the like the bristle brush and that thing never yeah. gets never gets it all off of there i, the I bar bristle
1: brushes are dangerous dude you, you can't use those they get wire in your food and shit
0: oh interesting well i'll have to go to the tech dry maybe i'll have to get
1: (laughs) the tech drive barbecue tool
0: yeah maybe i'll have to get one just for the barbecue i've seen people using like six (laughs) six inch knives and stuff to flip their burgers and whatnot um so cool so you so the next step what's the next step after you get uh i assume you get patent pending status we're pending now you're pending now yep Approval so this is month, I'm hoping. is that the first that is that the first step though patent pending or is it like it so it goes from patent pending to pending to
1: patent? Pretty much, yep. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you're, and then you're, there's there's a couple approval buffers in between each each yeah. stage, but yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, people, you know, that people think you can just go and get your own patent. There's a lot of like. There's, There's a lot a of lot. fodder around that. And I mean, if you yeah. really, if you have a good idea and you want to do it properly, stop me if I'm wrong. Get a decent patent attorney, interview several, you know, and and because of that back and forth, that's where the patent attorney comes in and they're able to navigate those directions. I Even with like trademarking... Um, 100%. You know, trademarking the it was better to trademark cuz Fresco Harmony, you know, we it's frescoharmony.com like I don't know if you got the domain on techdry and all that. Yep. yep. So that's cool. That's great when you can, you know, when you can nail that down. Um yep. but even even around trademarking there's a lot of uh navigating that
1: Oh yeah, there is, yeah.
0: You have you're wise to have an attorney be doing that, that work because that's their, that's their field. And it's specifically a patent attorney, not, not a criminal justice attorney.
1: 100%. (laughs) The biggest thing you can do before you spend a dollar on a patent attorney is make sure the best you can, because there's never a for sure, but the best you can do is make sure there's a market for your tools. So you're just not throwing money away. You know, because patent attorneys aren't cheap. You're looking at five to
0: 15 grand. So. Right. So that's interesting. I never did that. I uh, and but you had a method of going and vetting the tech dry tool to see see if this is something that is marketable, marketable. And you can also use that in your marketing and sales. Hey, hey, we did X
1: amount of research. So tell me about that a little bit. I'm pretty lucky, really, because, you know, I'm I'm a finisher already. I have a lot of really good close friends that are good finishers. You know, I'm not talking just some guy that does patches in a trailer house. Like these guys are professional commercial finishers. You know, my dad, my uncle, yeah. I had a lot of I had a lot of people. To check on before I even went to a survey, so that that's nice. Yeah, and what
0: was their feedback? Just out of curiosity. I mean, yeah, every, of course everyone, they everyone liked it. it. They're going to support you and stuff. Yes. But I mean, are they using it? Are they carrying one in their pocket?
1: They they are. Everybody I know loves it, and they they all have one. <laughs> Is it a
0: situation where the more you carry it, the more because what there, there's? 100%. A, I don't know if you're like me, but as a finisher, there's a certain amount of tools that I carry with me when I'm. When I'm, yeah. The two inch is one of them. The two inch yeah. and one inch, like I'll have those in my pocket on my side, yeah. so that I can get easy access. I carry a razor knife. I carry my six inch, and my hawk and my trowel, and yeah. that's to get my pocket knife in case I got to turn a screw or like take yeah. off an outlet cover or something. Um, but yeah, that's so so. That's pretty cool. If you can get into that, if you can get into that six tool, that's you know, what we're trying. <laughs>
1: what we're trying so mine are you know I, i'm a pan and knife guy so i always have yeah. my pan and knife always have a six in my back pocket pocket knife and then the dry axe in the pocket and that's that's about all i carry while i'm out working unless it's a sure. specific tool for something sure. yeah you know?
0: i carry my six inch in my in the in the hammer holster on the side yeah yeah that's all right
1: Always it stabs have? me though. <laughs> it stabs me in in my ass, dude. When I bend down.
0: When you bend down, it never yeah, gets in it? my. It never gets in my way there for some reason. I don't Maybe know. I got I, a big ass. I don't know. I like it there, <laughs> but it's so if I don't have the loop, then it goes in the back pocket. But then it gets yeah. my wallet. My wallet gets muddy then.
1: I don't even bring my wallet in the job anymore. Yeah, I got yeah. sick of ruining wallets, and yeah, I finally I, just... I finally got a nice one, so I leave it in my truck.
0: Yeah, or the uh, your I, I would put it in wallet and keys sometimes put it in the lunch pail. Yeah,
1: during, I do during that the too.
0: during the day, you know, yeah. just so it's out of the way. Um, yeah. So the tech dry tool. Now, where are we at here? We're we're to the we're to the patenting mm-hmm. process and you're like, OK, i I've uh, oh, you were going to tell me a little bit more about how you the the process that you went through to vet the tool. Like, yeah. How do you you know you
1: can you can start out with, you know, your family and friends, but you got to be careful because all those people, they want to see you win, you know. Oh, yeah. They're They're
0: not they're not going to give you adequate feedback.
1: Yeah. You know, (laughs) you can get you can get something if you have a real honest friend like the guy I usually work with, uh, Sean and Brandon. Sean's a real straight guy. Like if it's bullshit, he's going to tell you it's bullshit and he ain't going to sugarcoat it. Sure. You know, so you, okay. you need to get guys like that, you know, that are really not going to lie to you. And then yeah. like, after I was pending, we had 70 prototypes made up. Okay. And then I, I found a bunch of guys on the drywall groups and I gave out those prototypes to them, you know, Mudman, Dan, Josh, Tommy, a bunch right. of other guys. And I made sure to pick certain people that I was, that I was seeing comment on the groups that were given honest feedback. Seventies a lot that's pretty 70's good a lot we didn't yeah. we didn't turn out all 70 i think we we might have did 30
0: okay you know
1: so i still have some prototypes at the house and okay. but they were it was a real solid prototype it was it was pretty much production so
0: okay and when they uh so out of the 30 what would you say i mean did you get any you know what what types of negative feedback did you get just out of curiosity.
1: Oh, the biggest negative feedback I had was like we were talking about the offset small blade.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, and that's something we're going to look into here with the with the next run. But other than that, man, I, I hate to jinx myself, but we have gotten no negative feedback yet. Okay. Even from all the prototypes everything that we've had out there so far, all the sales, not one return, not one negative anything. So okay.
0: And I'm sure that'll
1: change once we start getting 1000s out there. Well, you've had
0: though we talked about you've had, uh, you know, negative Nellie's on social media. Oh, yeah.
1: But they also haven't bought one. What the hell do
0: I need that for? (laughs) Yeah, right. They haven't used it yet. It's like, well, you can't really say I mean, and it also seems like a type of tool that it's new. Mm -hmm. so uh like you have to carry it and kind of use it you know yeah you know uh, i don't know if you've seen the um the the bee the 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 bucket holder mike roush he makes the bumblebee bucket holder
1: i have yeah
0: yeah yeah like so i bought one of his first uh bucket holders they're pretty cool you know and do i
1: can tell by looking at that bucket holder that it would be handy
0: it's built yeah. well. It's built well. And uh, yeah, and so I was one of the first people that was like, you should put casters on that thing. And now on social, like you see a couple of dudes that put casters on it, but he has the double bucket holder, which would be like perfect for like, you know, scooching around the job site. I mean, I don't do new construction drywall finishing, but like you got a bucket with your mud and your pump in it. you got mm-hmm. another bucket and you've got casters on this double bucket holder thing because it won't tip over with your bazooka on it yeah you know because it's all held in place um you know it's just cool that he's doing it and like he gets a lot he gets a lot of crap and like he doesn't care
1: (laughs) no you 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 can't care you (laughs) know if, if somebody bought one from me and they said hey man you make a piece of shit then I'd care. You, you know, we, would get that situation figured out, but that hasn't sure. happened yet. So.
0: So the tech dry tool, you get it, you get the, you get it vetted. Um, you get predominantly good feedback. The next step is you go to the, the gun shop guy and you're like, yep. how many do we make at that point?
1: Yep. Well, how, mi- how many, I I was done with him at this time. He was only helping me with my prototypes and kind of to get started. Okay. So then we went to TSA manufacturing in Omaha and that's, who's making them for me now. How did you find
0: those? How did you find those guys? You look up, you know, tool manufacturers. You
1: you absolutely can. Uh, You you can find any kind of manufacturing company will make you about anything you want. Okay. Uh, But luckily this was my brother-in-law's business partner. And Craig is just an awesome guy, dude. I'd do anything for Craig. So wait,
0: hold the phone right there. Your brother, (laughs) your brother, your brother-in-law's business partner just just so happens to be a tool manufacturer. Yeah, like so.
1: I got I got lucky, I guess. I well,
0: I call that a good omen. There's a book called the There's a book called The Alchemist, and it's about uh, there it's about it has good omens in it. Like sometimes, like you got to pay attention to the good omens. (laughs) That's a real thing. That's a good omen. Yeah.
1: hundred percent real thing. But anyway,
0: that you're on the right path.
1: Yeah. But (laughs) Craig's an awesome guy, man. And he, he actually, he helped me out a lot, man. When we were getting started, I had one prototype, man, and it got stolen. (laughs) uh, What? Yeah. So all I had, I had just literally one dude. (laughs) And it was like my, it was my Jesus I had. (laughs) And that was it. And so it got stolen. Like, so your
0: first prototype, did it get stolen off the job?
1: No, I got, well. <laughs> That's it, awesome, it like, dude. You're, somebody's you're,
0: rolling around with your prototype, dude. Well,
1: they're rolling around in my truck, too, to my prototype was in. Oh, so. <laughs> all right.
0: They got, more than, they got more than the dry X.
1: Yeah, they they
0: got they got my, my whole truck, man. Uh, and, uh, bastards.
1: So I think I think it was actually a blessing, man, because like. You and know, they I, are
0: like, using it. They are using it to scrape to to scrape their barbecue. Yeah,
1: probably. Just rest assured.
0: Rest assured.
1: Me- <laughs> Melissa thought that was funny. She was over there giggling. Good.
0: I got one. La- I got one laugh out of Melissa last time. So. That's
1: good. Good. So anyway, I got that stolen, you know, and I think my brother-in-law felt bad for me, man. So okay. he, he reached out to Craig, and Craig was like, "Yeah, man." He's like, "Drop down your your CAD files, you know," and awesome. he's like, "I'll get I'll, I'll get it going for you, dude, free of charge, man." Yeah, and this guy made me my seventy prototypes free of charge. Shut you up, know? yeah, That's dude. Awesome. Craig, Craig's an awesome guy, man. He So you're like, good. hey,
0: when this blows up, dude, I'll I'll uh you know, we'll get you covered for all these all these prototypes.
1: We're we're going, man. Yeah. We're, 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 gonna, we're gonna stick with Craig until we absolutely can't or Craig dies. <laughs> nice. So Well, we're, and we're also there. also,
0: I mean, you know, he's got he takes a look at the tool too, and and yep. uh manufacturers like that, kind of like attorneys, they can sort of they 100%. Can pro bono, like, like, hey, yeah. well, you know, I believe in this tool. Let's let's make it. You're gonna go out and market it. Um, you know, when when it starts blowing up, then I'll I'll get my money back. You know, then
1: or, or whatever. That's 100%. cool. That, that is awesome, man. Because without that help, we we would have probably been dead in the water. That's thousands, thousands of dollars, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: So then our first run. I think we did the 70 and then we did 600 and we're on to our, our second one now. So. 600
0: was, 600 was your second run.
1: Uh, we're, we're on our second one now. 600 was our first.
0: 600 was the first. That's a lot of yeah. tech dry tools. And you've, you've yeah. sold those.
1: We got about four 350 out there probably.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful. I love it. I love it, dude. We're going to well, look We're going to look back at on this video in 4 years. Mark I, I my words, so. Corey. Mark my words. I, I'm going to be like I, Remember, I so, remember that video, dude? You said you had like 350 out there. I've got like the 35th tech dry tool in creation. I'm going to keep well, my I'll pristine. Place. I'm not going to scrape the barbecue with it. I'm going to keep it pristine.
1: <laughs> well, I'll get you another one. I'll, I'll trade you for the hat. It's well, going to we'll be trade
0: you, It's going to be worth money. for just for the barbecue yeah yeah we you can add you can etch on it for nick's barbecue
1: you know we actually uh there's a guy on instagram called the tool engraver yes i was just
0: gonna bring that up like like how did you meet that guy
1: uh matt leper he's in uh montana he's he actually buys quite a few from me and uh sure I kind of harassed him to start out because I was like, man, I was like, this thing is the perfect canvas for you, you know. Yeah. And he 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 kind of ignored me for a couple months, you know. He didn't he didn't say anything, and then one day he just hit me up and he's like, man, I've been so busy that I've had this on your my radar for a while, and then he bought some from me, and they both sold out within ten minutes after he posted them. So.
0: <laughs> and so, <laughs> what's his what's his uh, retail price on those uh, fancy engraved tools? 285 285 nice so that's a cool that's a cool gift if you're listening out there that might be a cool gift for a boss to give one of his employees or something you did a run of 600 you did 70 then 600 yep and uh you've got you're in
1: how many distributors now and who's distributing we got i think four right now uh we got one in canada that's tapers united Then we're in Denver at Drywall Technologies. Dan's taping tools in Kansas City selling them. We're working on one in Michigan right now. We're working on Great Lakes taping tools, which I believe his sample will be there today or tomorrow. Okay. And we're a couple steps away from. We're, we're we're crossing our fingers like i said last time yeah. you know yeah no no check in hand yet but hopefully yeah. we'll be able to get these nationwide here yeah to, you
0: have to take uh, it all with a grain of salt but i love the yeah. way i love the way your like your energy like perks up when you when you even even when you start to talk about it that's so cool um and i i absolutely wish uh you know that it happens it's so cool um and if it doesn't like, you know, you just keep, you just, you just keep going about what you're doing, you know, and, and they'll, yeah. they'll they'll jump on board sooner or later, you know, I mean, yeah. it's such a small industry, you know, you gave me really good advice about like, you know, uh, keep calling them if they haven't said no, <laughs> like, just keep calling them.
1: It's either, you know, you're either going to tell me to fuck off or you're going to buy it, you know, so I'm going to keep calling you until you tell me that. <laughs> yep. um, where are you headed with this? You know, I I don't see my market ever being Home Depot or Lowe's or Menards. Uh, we, we are working on other tools, though. We got some skimming blades. We, we have an accessory to go with the skimming blades that's going to help a lot. One of the biggest problems that I hate with the skimming blades is you got to hold your six. You know in your in your hand yeah it's almost like where it needs like
0: a trough that goes along with it where you can you know put it (laughs) (laughs) on. yeah
1: that's kind of what we're working on here so
0: but i you know you know i i mean and if we're thinking about it other people are thinking about it too it's not like and scott i mean scott blows me away by the stuff that he's that he comes up with and thinks about cool
1: Um, i'm excited to hear his interview
0: yeah yeah and joe i mean i get to talk to joe for th- thursday yeah so Go. i mean all things like dry and he's so animated anyways and then uh we got john Zulki, but he does a lot of different types of plaster he's messed around with fresco uh anything you want to uh, bestow upon the drywall community if you had a billboard that you could put up a, a saying or just uh say something to the drywall community that um you've always wanted to say what would it be
1: i'm going to use the same one as last time and you, okay. you just gotta be you gotta be all in man to do you gotta be all in yeah to do drywall and invent whatever you know you can't give yourself excuses it could be anything, you know, even if you're an apprentice starting out, you know, like you, you have to immerse yourself so much that you can't quit, you know, yeah. like, just listen, go to work and do what you can.
0: I like it. Um, I agree. I agree. I think that and maybe uh maybe like and it's not even so much passion it's just like pride in your work like there's a you gotta have that too there's a difference between somebody that's just working for a paycheck and somebody that like cares hundred percent that guy that cares is gonna get you know that that he's sought after or she is sought after the the person that is just getting a paycheck watching the clock all day like we know you know definitely you know it's obvious
1: we get most of our recommendations just, just from that, you know, our, our cleanup and being on time every day, you know, we leave a job every day, dude, we, we clean up every day, the floors, vacuum, you know, whatever we need to do. And it looks like we weren't even there except for there's mud on the wall. Right. You know, and we have a line of work that won't quit, you know, we get calls every day. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> like you said last time, you know about just being in the game compared to people just watching. You know. Yeah, yeah,
0: that is a that is a that's a great analogy for life. You are either in the game or you're in the stands. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're the Corey Fisher with Tech Dry Tools. Um, hopefully, this one recorded. If it didn't. Who cares man we had a great conversation
1: we'll we'll do it tuesday
0: (laughs) (laughs) we'll keep doing it until it until it hits man yeah by the time by the time we get done interviewing like i'll know you better than than like anyone
1: right um no it's fun man i i enjoy it
0: yeah it is fun uh i think that you're i think that it's gonna um whether whether this big deal that's on the horizon goes through or whether it's the next deal i think you really have a cool tool that could be a useful uh tool in part of the, you know, five, six tools we carry around with us on the job site. Awesome. Um, I think that uh, it has the potential for uh, a large amount of sales as soon as people start getting it in their pockets. Um,
1: That's the biggest thing is awareness, man. Mm-hmm. Hardest thing.
0: But like, yeah, if you wanted to send me a couple of shirts and a, a couple of tech drives, just specifically for, for give, sure. get, giving out at a training. And if we get into uh, El Paso... Uh, L, and, L and W in El Paso, then I would want to give a giveaway. It's a cool giveaway tool, like really cool. Yeah. Nebraska. Next time I'm in Nebraska, and next time you're in Albuquerque, you'll have to stop in and say hi. Uh, oh, you're more
1: than welcome, man.
0: Message me your uh, message me your address so I can get you the hat and uh, cool. sample pack stuff. And awesome, uh, cool, man. A pleasure as always, and we'll talk real soon, man.
1: No problem, oh, man. We'll take it easy,
0: Nick. All right, take it easy, buddy.
1: Yeah, have a good night.
0: Special thanks to Corey Fisher out of Lincoln, Nebraska, with the Tech Dry Company, uh, the DX Tool, the DryX Tool, um, revolutionizing the way we use smaller tools in the industry. You can find his Product at Tapers United in Canada, Denver Drywall Technology, Dan's taping tool in Kansas City, and be on the lookout for him in uh, your local distributors. Our next show, we meet up with Joe Koenig of Trimtex, a major player in the drywall industry and a uh, heck of a guy. The Drywall Podcast is brought to you by Fresco Harmony, making walls better since 2004. Remember, keep drywalling.